Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren. Today we're going to be talking about Raspberry Beret from Around the World in a Day. That kind of rhymes. Um, it was first recorded in the summer of 1982 at the uh, Kiowa Trail, uh, which was Prince's home for um, quite a substantial time in the early 80s. Um, I think that's the house that he gave to his dad later on. It was then re-recorded in August 1984 um, at Flying Cloud Drive in uh, Minneapolis, which was a recording studio that Prince used. Uh, and the album was released on the 26th of April, 1985. Um, on the track, you've got Prince and then doing most of the instruments. And then you've got Wendy and Lisa doing background vocals along with Susanna, who at the time was Prince's girlfriend. Uh, and I think this was also around the time that Prince had formed the family uh, as a vehicle for Susanna uh, to be the lead singer of. Um, obviously they're most famous for a song that um, was never actually released as a single but was re-recorded about five years later and made into a very big hit also on the track we've got the strings that are on most of the tracks on around the world today which is Novi Novog and Susie Katayama and David Coleman who is the brother of Lisa I think <laughs> if I can remember yeah, that sounds right yeah and Susanna yeah. was, Wen- was Wendy's sister I believe yeah so yeah. basically we've got We've got two sets of siblings on this track. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 31. It was released as a single on the 15th of May on 7-inch and then on 12-inch on the 19th of June in 1985. The 12-inch was 6 minutes and 34. And She's Always In My Hair was the B-side for the 7-inch. Um, but the 12-inch had um, a remix of She's Always In My Hair, which was like 6 minutes 31. <laughs> Um, so and then when Raspberry Beret was released in the UK as a 12 inch the B-side was Hello and also that was the B-side for it as a 7 inch and then later on there was um, The Beautiful Ones was as the B-side of Raspberry Beret as well basically Warner Brothers just constantly re-releasing Prince's singles in this particular period of time (laughs) Um, and um, also when on the back of the Raspberry Beret uh, remix was an extended version of Hello so obviously we get to talk about that once we get to the B-sides um, the single got to number two on the US uh, Billboard Hot 100 um, and on number three on the Billboard Hot Black Singles chart. <laughs> um, it always amuses me all the various kind of like small kind of like niche charts that Billboard used to have. Uh, yeah. I'm, not sh- I'm not sure if all of them are still around now. Over here in the UK, um, uh, Raspberry Beret um, only reached number 25 <laughs> in our charts. That's crazy. Yeah, so Prince still not a huge kind of star over here in the 80s uh you know in a purple rain i think would have been quite a big hit but outside of that it takes a few more years before prince starts to have hits again over here so joining me once again is uh gina radcliffe hello gina hello i'm so excited to be here this is my favorite of favorite prince songs if i had to pick a genre it's also worth noting this is on the hits too by the way um if i had to pick a genre for this song um i i mean would you just call it a straight up pop song um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's very fun. It's very light. the 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 lyrics are very much from a a teenager in lust kind of perspective to the point where they're some of them are almost kind of silly. Like uh, I think my favorite line is is the rain sounds so cool when it hits the barn roof and the horses wonder who you are. <laughs> I just love that line so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing a bunch of horses just looking at these like two teenagers making out and they're like hmm, what's going on what's, what's going on with these two <laughs> um and it's also it's rare that prince does this but it is a story song it is telling a, a very specific story from beginning to end you know he gives you um various kind of like um images of what's going on you know like 
uh, kind of pointing out that um, <laughs> that this girl walked in through the outdoor, um, which is, you know, quite frankly, I think she's just been a bit of an asshole there. I mean, if it's an outdoor, <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are trying to get out. Metaphor. He could have had a better metaphor to describe how, how wild yeah. and crazy she was. At the same time, if, if, if it's like a, you know, like a, a rotating door, I just imagine her getting stuck. <laughs> trying to get in through a door and you know maybe that's why he noticed her because later on he does he does say that um uh, she she wasn't too bright <laughs> so you know maybe that's maybe that's what he's that's why he noticed her because you know she just kind of didn't realize which way she had to kind of come in or like one of those one of those like electric sliding doors she's kind of standing there wondering why it's not opening and then, she, <laughs> and then, she, and then she's like oh okay and then then goes into the correct door <laughs> and obviously you know he talks about it being a five and dime which uh, to anybody outside of the United States, it's just a puzzling phrase. But obviously, you know, uh, basically, I think it's meant to be like a, um, uh, I don't know, a secondhand store, something like that. It's a more like a department store. Department like store? No, I mean, nobody calls. I don't even think. I mean, they were almost not called that even by that point. Um, it's <laughs> like a kind of. I guess you would say it's almost like kind of like a Target on like a smaller scale where you got like you know, cheap household merchandise and stuff like that. It was like a like a yeah. low low cost department store. Like a general store, would they used to call them general stores too? I mean, maybe it's like a Minnesota thing. Maybe it's they were they might have still been calling them that then. But yeah, that's more like a early, very more of an early twentieth century term for it. Uh, you know, uh, it's rare that you ever find anything Minnesotan about Prince. Um, certainly in the first kind of like twelve years of his career, um, you know, he very rarely talks about um, Minneapolis or Minnesota in any way, and you very rarely get any of that kind of. Minnesota nice kind of slipping in but maybe that's just kind of one little indication there of he wasn't singing about like hot dish or anything like that so. <laughs> maybe maybe he, this is that's just kind of like an old timey thing where you know he got it from his parents where they always called it a five and dime yeah yeah but you know he he, he kind of lays it out so perfectly you know his boss is Mr. McGee who apparently doesn't like his kind, which Prince very rarely gets political, but I don't know, maybe that's a thing about Prince's race at this point? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's, uh, it's you know, that Mr. McGee is just a flat-out racist. <laughs> and, uh, and I like as well how, you know, Mr. McGee thinks that, that Prince, as an employee, is lazy, and of course Prince says... <laughs> He was busy doing something close to nothing. So obviously he's not doing too much work. And so maybe I'm with Mr. McGee on this one. Like maybe <laughs> if you're there to work, even though you are at a five and dime, you know, maybe maybe pay attention to some work instead of staring at the door and waiting for girls who, you know, have no idea how doors work. <laughs> and I find it interesting, of course, that, you know, the thing that picks this woman out is the fact that she's wearing a raspberry beret. Because I don't think I would ever dis... I mean... When you say raspberry, I don't know what color you're talking about there. Like, I think it was like a like a, like a dark pink color. That's how I that's how I always pictured it. Yeah, I mean the artwork for the single of Raspberry Beret, you know, is in keeping with the artwork from around the world in the day, which is all kind of like cut out and kind of illustrations. And you do have a woman wearing what to me just looks like a purple kind of blob on top of her head. <laughs> um, so. I guess Prince doesn't want to keep saying purple over and over again, so maybe he chose raspberry this time as a you know as a color. I feel like I, I feel like a piece, I, I picture like a piece of paper in front of him with like magenta scratched out, violet <laughs> scratched out, you know, just puce scratched out. And then he's like, and then he writes raspberry and like like you know, three 
exclamation points afterwards. Uh, yeah, and I think I think then we get the main story, which, if we're being honest, is about this this character that Prince is playing losing his virginity whilst having sex with her in a barn. Yeah, and, and he's he's a uh, he's both kind of you know a little modest and kind of uh, egotistical about it because you know he does say you know they say the first time ain't the greatest, which is that is true, <laughs> Prince. That is correct. Yeah. But uh, but but you know he, he's he's you know but then he's like the, the, my favorite line because I wouldn't change a stroke because baby I'm the most. And it's just like, it's just like that's the really empowering line. <laughs> this is a song you listen to when you're getting ready for, you know, a hot date or something, you know? I mean, you're just like singing around your house to it. It's just a great line. I, that's one of my favorite lines in any Prince song, I think. And it's, I think it's, it... just, it's, it's just so bold and, and egotistical <laughs> and a little cheesy, but kind of cool at the same time. Uh, this song was going to p- appear in um, Purple Rain. And the description here of, um, you know, putting someone on the back of his bike and going down to Old Man Johnson's farm. That is apparently a scene that was going to happen with Apollonia being on the back of his bike and then going to a barn and having sex in that barn. But, you know, they couldn't shoot the scene. Instead, they go to what is not Lake Munitonka. And you know, Prince <laughs> indulges in. I'm mean, in fairness. I've I've rewatched Purple Rain recently as part of this podcast, and um, she just assumes that's Lake Minnetonka. He doesn't say it is. And that's so, right. You know, it, she it, just it, starts stripping off and getting in there, and he's. I mean, admittedly, he doesn't stop her, but at the same time, <laughs> he know, tries. He he yeah. tries. When she runs away from, he's like, oh wait, yeah, wait, she's, wait. She's like, off. You know, yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so instead of having instead of having them riding on the bike to have sex in a barn, uh, instead she kind of gets naked in in a lake, and then and then you know they go back to they go back to Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, should I say? They go back to Minneapolis, um, and you know so this this kind of um, you know Prince is kind of talking about how you know overcast. I like this well how he's like overcast days never turn me on, but something about the clouds in her mix. So it's like. Um, whether who specifically doesn't get turned on by overcast days like <laughs> it's such a specific thing that he isn't turned on by but then he's like oh but it was an overcast day when we went out to this barn and so maybe it was just you know something about her and i think that's you know that's quite uh that's that's kind of quite an interesting thing of basically him saying you know i've got these lines that i'm not going to cross but it's with you so let's let's go ahead and do it anyway um, <laughs> but yeah and i th- i I think it's interesting as well that he talks about how, you know, she's wearing this Raspberry Beret, the kind you find in a secondhand store. And I don't know how, I I mean, I, <laughs> it's just such an odd thing that as if people are meant to go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The kind you find in the secondhand store. I know what you're talking about, Prince. And I have yeah, no, like, yeah. I felt like he just kind of filled that in as you know, just it flowed the best because I've never seen. I I like to go thrift shopping. I've never spotted a pink or purple or whatever shade of color it is beret just sitting there on a rack. Because if I did, I would be like, "Oh look, it's a raspberry beret." <laughs> because I'm that type of person who would make, who would just you know point that out and possibly post a picture of it on Instagram. <laughs> there is a famous line in this song which um, a certain Liverpudlian band misheard, and it's a thunder drowns out what the lightning sees, and you feel like a movie star. And uh, the lead singer of the Lightning Seeds, Ian Brody, he misheard that line and thought it was lightning seeds. Is that really true? I, I'd heard that. I, I, I thought that that might have been a, 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 a apocryphal, but that is really true. Yeah, That's that hilarious. Is true. Yeah, he, he misheard <laughs> that. He misheard that line, and he thought it sounded like really catchy. So that's what he called the band. And then years later, he realized that it was wrong. And I think that's quite funny that you know, like someone mishearing that line is like, oh wait there, no, okay, all right. So, <laughs> and there you go. Twenty, twenty, thirty years later, they're stuck with being called the Lightning Seeds. 
It's not, it's not a bad band name. It's just just completely yeah. inaccurate where they got it from. Uh, obviously, you know, we we get to kind of obviously you said you know like um, the first time ain't the greatest. Then we just get the chorus kind of repeated over and over again. You know, Raspberry Beret, kind of find a secondhand store with kind of you know backing vocals. There's also a couple of lines where Prince says, "Where have all the Raspberry women gone?" Which is just such a really weird kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good little up there. I, I feel like that might have been a little homage to uh, Strawberry Fields Forever with the, I think one of them said cranberry sauce, like in the, in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that might have been a little uh, a little bit of a wink just to that. Just kind of putting it in there. Yeah, because it is kind of like, as it, you know, it goes to this kind of like, obviously, the, you know, the famous part where Prince screams, I think, I think I love her, uh, you know, and then we just kind of get like kind of a long fade out, basically. Um but you know, it obviously, you know, the interesting thing with this song, you know, we were we were kind of really in the era of MTV, and after Purple Rain, uh, Prince kind of took a left turn into Around the World in a Day, which was, you know, mostly kind of like hippieish songs, right, and kind of like a, a kind of sixties influence and stuff, and it really wasn't Purple Rain two, um, and so Warner Brothers were kind of desperately searching on this album for a hit of any kind um and obviously raspberry beret was kind of the the kind of the, the success that they they really wanted from this album you know prince did a very interesting video oh i love the video he's so in a, much <laughs> he's in a studio against a blue screen but he's also wearing a blue suit with clouds on so as as the as the stuff projected onto the the blue screen parts of prince go missing <laughs> which is just you know what and i think somebody probably showed that to him and we're like oh we need to do this again and he's like no it's perfect leave it because <laughs> there's all this like there's that and there's like a, a thing at the beginning where he coughs and and is that only is that only extent that is on the extended uh the the version of it isn't it i mean i don't I know think if it he, is yeah if it caught i don't know if it actually caught him coughing or he did it on purpose but i to guess me that it, seems like he, a staged cough it doesn't seem real. Yeah, because he in the video he coughs and then looks surprised, like and embarrassed, like, "Oh, are we recording?" <laughs> and it's just it's just such a funny moment, you know. I mean, just I mean, it's it's really over exaggerated, like his like the look on his face and all. But it's just it's like, okay, what are we doing here? This this is this is interesting because because pur- Purple Rain was very dark, very serious, and you know now in this one he's he's having some fun. He's he's lightening up. He's he's being as silly as Prince is capable of being at, at that time yeah. at least and it's great i love it so much as the video plays and and the and the story is described we get this kind of animation um of you know people riding out on a bike to a barn and horses looking at something and uh nothing is ever that explicit but obviously as prince is singing this story you know this is this is what we get as as most of the video is this kind of uh, this kind of animation um but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those videos that obviously, you know, um, was in heavy rotation on MTV. Obviously, that's what drove it up the charts. Um, oh, definitely. Basically, yeah. You know, that's that's how you had a hit, basically, in the 80s, was you put something on MTV and you just kind of played it to death until people went out and bought the single. Uh, and, you know, um, there have been a few kind of cover versions. There is actually a version I've got by a band called El Presidente. And it's it's kind of almost the exact same, but it's a little bit harder. Um, like the drums are a little heavier and it's kind of a bit more rocky. Um, and in recent years, you know, Beck has, has performed it live. He does quite a good version. Uh, and mystifyingly enough, Coldplay did a version, uh, mostly Chris Martin, if I'm honest, at a piano. 
um, when after Prince had died, and I think um, Glastonbury was like a, a few weeks later, and they were headlining Glastonbury, and so he did like this this kind of uh, tribute to Prince where he played it. But he's also played it before that a few times, just himself on a guitar as well. So there've been there've been a few covers of it, but again, it's one of those songs where like the essence of what makes it a great song is Prince's vocals and the way Prince sings certain lines and stuff. Yeah, it's it's very playful, and it's just a very fun song. Yeah, and I think people, sometimes when they cover Prince songs, they lose a little bit of the playfulness that he does have in, in some of the songs that he sings. It kind of just turns it into someone just saying the lyrics, and, you know, Prince basically telling the story of this, this person losing their virginity to this woman who they met at their work while they were slacking off and going yeah. to this barn, you know, like it's, it, it paints a very colorful picture that really fits with Prince kind of Prince's playfulness. And if yeah. you cover it, it just kind of turns a bit more, um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same. No, 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 no. The, the spirit is, is not there. It, it's like, it feels like he's just sort of winking and like nudging you while he's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know, you know, they say the first time, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you yeah. know, but you really can't sing about that with a sort of self-serious tone. So I think, you know, we've said quite a lot. Obviously this was, you know, um, after Purple Rain, Warner Brothers really wanted to get Purple Rain 2 and they never got Purple Rain 2 out of Prince. Uh, you know, the next few albums basically kind of ended up going off into slightly more experimental territory um, uh, to the point where, you know, they kind of had to force him to do Batman to kind of recoup some money for them. Um so which was just, which is probably even like even weirder than a lot of the stuff that he that he had done before that. Yeah, which is yeah. which is hilarious. But obviously, we'll get to talk about that when we get to the end of the eighties with Prince. But um, yeah, this is uh, you know this is an early favorite of mine as well. If I'm going to give it any rating, obviously it's a five out of five. Um, and it's one of those songs that if you if anyone else does it, it just doesn't sound as good simply because Mm-mm. there's a no. certain kind of level of like the story that's being told is a little kind of odd. And it, and it just fits with Prince's personality. You know, also I feel like Prince is the only person he would have been like in his twenties, I guess, when he when he did this song. And and you know, I yeah. think anybody once you get to a certain age, you really shouldn't be singing a song about losing your virginity. It's kind of a little weird and creepy at that point. I don't think this is about Prince. This is obviously about some kid who's working at a five and dime. And well, yeah, but still, I mean, yeah. you have to be kind of you know, <laughs> no older than maybe twenty five or so before it gets to be yeah. kind of a little creepy. Uh, but yeah, it's just a great song. And, it you is. know, I, I like Around the World in a Day, I think probably more than, you know, the critics in 1985 liked Around the World in oh, a Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, and I think this is probably one of um, my favourite songs. I, I think um, if I have to pick a, a favourite song, there's another track that I'll talk about that I think I like just a little bit more than this. But it's still, you know, five out of five. It's a great song. Absolutely. And so let's go to plugs then. Uh, do you have anything you wish to plug, Gina? I co-host the podcast Kill by Kill, in which we talk about horror movies according to the victims and how they are dispatched in various ways. You can just look that under Kill by Kill, or you can find our Russ on Facebook and on Twitter under Kill by Kill Pod and Instagram under Kill by Kill Pod. Uh, I also write about 70s and 80s television at tuneintonight.wordpress.com. Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can find us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or if you wish to email us, I don't know why you would, but you can email us at princetrackbytrack at gmail.com. Thanks very much for returning to be my guest here, Gina. Thanks a million. And goodbye. Bye-bye.
Love is more important than sex. Now I understand. I have to go now. I don't know when I'll return. I 